Welcome to the podcast, Elitists Need Not Apply. Thank you very, very much for listening, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. Don't forget to send me a voice message on Anchor. Thank you. Hey guys, how's it going? So, I have been seeing a bunch of stuff on Twitter about, oh, we should do this, we should do that, um, Trudeau should be held accountable for this, and this, that, and the other things. So, what I'm thinking throughout all of this is, okay, so I hear a lot of complaining. Like, a lot of complaining. What I don't hear are any solutions ever. So, a while ago, I had put together basically a skeleton platform, if you will. Um, Just an outline, a very basic idea of what our party's platform would be if the majority of Canadians were to form a party. It wouldn't be my party, ever, because I am not Canada. No one person is Canada. No one person can represent Canadians. But at the same time, I mean, we have a shit ton of people doing a really crappy job of representing Canadians. So how are we going to fix this? I think it actually does require more Canadians getting involved, more regular people. So eventually I'm going to be starting a podcast. It's going to be called Elitists Need Not Apply. There's... A million reasons why I would title it that way. I mean, even for the party, right? Elitists need not apply. We need a party that is run by regular average Joes. And and that means everything from an average Joe that, say, works at a shopper's drug mart as a cashier, or, or stocking shelves, or works at no frills or Walmart, to the average Joe that may be managing them, to the average Joe that is writing business plans for them to manage, to the average Joe that, you know what I mean? Like, it goes on and on and on. But what we don't want is trust fund babies. It hasn't worked out. So... We need a bunch of Canadians to get together, work together, and and come up with a party. So, hmm. I'm just going to go through uh, uh, just a few of the things because the party platform outline is um, actually pretty long in itself. Uh, So, we're just, we're going to touch on just a, a few things tonight, and we will keep going over this over over the days all right so um first and foremost though i want to say that this and and there is no name for it yet i mean yes i have put my twitter account as uh, canadian opportunity party but the registration for a federal party actually still sits completely unfilled so we have to come up with 
a party name, a party platform policies, we have to come up with that together, right? I am not going to say, I want to start a party. Therefore, I'm going to fill out the sheets with what I feel is personally right in my experience. I'm going to force that on absolutely everybody. And um, I'm going to submit that to Elections Canada and I'm going to run with that. No, not how it works. You guys, all of Canadians have to help me come up with this. We have to figure out what our founding values and morals are. The why, why are we doing this? Right? So, biggest thing, anti-corruption, transparency, I guess those are like, I mean, they're on par, they're two separate things. Anti-corruption means that and before we even start a party, before it even, you know, we send the paperwork off to Elections Canada, Everything is going to be in place that somebody starts acting in, in a, you know, deviant manner, in a manner that is really not in the benefit of Canadians, they're gone, right? Like, it, it you cannot be part of the party if, if you're just there for yourself. That's not okay. I mean, <laughs> you want to be there to make a difference for Canada. You're not there to make money. Because, honestly, it really costs money to do this. So, you're not in it to make the money. Nobody wants to live in um, completely dilapidated crap that our, our government currently says. This is what you guys have to live in. So, um, no, we... No, it has to be 100% people. And, and people are all over the scale. They're doctors. They're lawyers. They're managers. They are supervisors. They're tradespeople. They're customer service reps. They're retailers. Like, legit. That, that actually covers a pretty wide variety of, of Canadian workers. Now, I'm not specifying any trade whatsoever but i mean throughout all levels of management that's average people that is average human beings we need all kinds of different skills we need all kinds of different rep representation all kinds of different um aspects experience knowledge in order to even be able to make a platform a policy etc okay so my first thing is yes we 100% have to make every policy based on the average Canadian, right? The majority of Canadians. And I, I know that that's actually <laughs> going to be, uh, that, that's, a, that's way easier said than done. Isn't that, isn't that fun though? Isn't that all part of it? The challenge? It's easier said than done. I mean, if it, if it was easier done than said, what would life be? I mean, it, it would be boring as shit. So, next thing is um, <clears throat> transparency. Those are the first two things that, without doubt, 
have to be part of the founding principles, all right? Anti-corruption, 100%. Anti-elitism, I mean, that doesn't mean you can't be a rich motherfucker and be part of the party. That is really not what that means. You have to be a, a down-to-earth person, right? That's so humans, real Canadians, average Joes, and, and I mean that is all all throughout life, every level of life, that's what you find. And and so it really has to be that we're gonna hold ourselves accountable to Canada. We're gonna hold ourselves accountable to ourselves and, and to our peers. Because that's what it is. Our, our, uh, I mean, <clears throat> our Canadian counterparts, they are our peers. And then the next one is transparency, which I believe actually goes hand in hand with the um, anti-corruption. Is that, <clears throat> okay, yeah, side note, not everything should be released as, as public information. Okay, yep. But there are many things that are convoluted to the point where you can't even figure out what you're looking at anymore. And you were simply looking for a, a statement of, like a statement of accounts from, from a specific ministry and and you got a headache, right? And and anxiety looking at it, and you're like, oh, that is not transparency. I mean, you do not hide power grabs in in a thousand page budget bill, Morneau. No, you don't. That's that's not okay. A budget is like, okay, this is the breakdown, the general aspect of our budget, and then this is the more specific aspects of our budget. Whatever you can't know about, whatever, there's approximately a cert certain percentage, plus or minus, on, on what you're not allowed to speak of, everything else, you can tell us what the hell you spent on. What's the issue? Why are why are we defunding basically the Auditor General? That is not transparency at all. I believe the two most I want to say two of the most, but honestly, probably the two most important things that I think this party should be founded around are actually anti-corruption, and transparency. That's, I mean, everything else is, it kind of seems like a piece of cake after you get all the rest of it sorted out, right? Okay. Hmm. Let's move on. There's this whole blog, spiel, whatever, whatever you want to call it, um, you guys should definitely read it. It explains, in my thoughts, in my opinions, what I think this new party should be based on. So we're going to go through, say, 
Uh, maybe the first three points. Honestly, probably just the first two. But um, aside from what I've already talked about, these are going to be the, um, I guess, secondary founding principles, if you will. So sovereignty comes back all the time. Every single... Every single issue, it's like, oh, well, we should pull out of the UN and we shouldn't be part of the WHO and this, that, and the other thing. Well, what people fail to understand is that we're actually part of the British Commonwealth. That actually makes it so that we kind of have to be part of the UN. We kind of have to support everything that the British Commonwealth tells us to support. So what we have to actually do is pull out of the British Commonwealth, and then we can pull out of the UN, and then we can pull out of every other organization that is is globalist, right? We, we can actually start focusing on Canada first when we're not focusing on our figurehead first, Britain first, the British Empire first, right? Like, how passe is that? It's, uh, we're, we're over it, actually. So... While we appreciate common law, for the most part, it's not okay that we are governed by some random figurehead that has completely different beliefs that we do, that basically mandates us to follow the footsteps that they tell us to follow, or else we're going to lose whatever they threaten us with. Anyways... Before pulling out of the UN, we must withdraw participation from Commonwealth. So, Canada will be recognized as a self-governing sovereign nation under this new federal party. We will pull Canada out of the UN, revisit all legislature, policies, and acts pertaining to any UN association, amend, repeal, rewrite as necessary. I think that's really important. We basically, we assert our independence, we assert our sovereignty when we pull away from the Commonwealth. That does not mean that we need to rewrite absolutely everything right off the bat, right? No, it means that, like, we're through with the queen. We're through paying the dues that way. We're, th we're through being their puppets. We're Canada. We're not New England. We're Canada. That's it, right? Like, <clears throat> so I don't know if you guys would have anything else to actually add to that. If you do, send me a, a, a tweet, a DM, whatever. Always happy to, um, broaden my the thoughts that I have on this the, the bare bones skeleton outline that I've been able to come up with all by myself with with a little bit of help but you know sometimes it's really hard to be able to separate the help from people who are just jaded people who are just pissed off like yeah we can be pissed off but I mean when you're pissed off are, are you going to be rational or are you going to act emotionally? No, you're, you're going to act emotionally. 
So if you're not pissed off and, and you're cool-headed, you're cool as a cucumber, and you take moments as they happen, you live in the present, you're, you're not going to see everything surrounded in red. And I think that's that's a, a huge issue right now. Everything, I mean, everybody, we all feel like we're being divided one way or another. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but we're allowing the divide and, and we need to come together and, and we need to just push that all away and say no. We're our own people, and I mean, we've been our own people for how long now? Longer than I've been alive. Yes. Canada was founded in one time. British Empire was very prominent throughout all of that period. It's not anymore and hasn't been for a long time. So, not every decision can be done overnight, but pulling out of the British Commonwealth should very well be our first decision. That allows us to pull out of the UN. I don't know. I mean, we have better chances of health freezing over than we do of pulling out of the UN while being part of the British. Like, anyways. So. Moving on. My next absolute favorite point. Oh. I forgot. Most people like to do ads for stuff and people that sponsor them. Well, I sponsor myself. And that's mom's, like, mom's homebrew cider. Damn good. Okay. I'm sorry, I just flashed an iPhone. Okay. Next um, favorite point is federal political legislation and jurisdiction. <clears throat> Why the fuck do we have 338 MPs and 108 senators? Oh, okay. Yeah. We don't know. I know. It's literally because we have to feed more pigs at the trough. You know what I mean? More animals at the trough? Yeah. Alright. A new federal party would um, absolutely slice the amount of, of MPs that we have. Once we can determine the uh, actual usefulness of senators, then we'll figure out how many we actually need, because at this point, I don't even 
know what to do. In the past four and a half years, it hasn't seemed like a senator has done anything for us at all. So what we need to do is seriously cut federal jurisdiction. How do we do that? Well, we give way more powers back to the provinces. For the most part, provinces already had the rights that we would like to give back to them. But over time, they have been slowly taken away. And, and I mean, we've been none the wiser for it. So. Provinces have to take back the rights that were mandated to be theirs, right? I mean, and that's the biggest thing. So if every province actually had the exact same number of representatives in the federal government, not saying provincial or municipal, we're not touching that, right? I mean, we're actually going to put a bigger caseload on you guys, which probably means you're going to need more people in, in the second and third tiers. But on the federal level, <clears throat> what if we minimized the amount of people that were representing us, that were, were feeding off of the public trough, as it were? Why don't we get rid of them? They're not doing anything for us. Not most of us, anyways. So basically the idea is that each province would be represented by, like, on a federal level, not on any other level, just the federal level. That is all I'm talking about. By an equal number of reps. Don't know how we would work that out, to be honest. I would like to just say we would have two reps per province. Some would be bored, some would be overworked. That's life. Um, but led by one chief officer per province or territory. Right? So not all of these people are going to be going... <laughs> Tactically, like, the idea would be that they would send out certain things to the provincial municipal tiers for referendum purposes basically and it would actually be the provinces and municipal um responsibilities to actually get the answers to actually go around and and do the censuses do the referendums find out what people actually want and, I mean, at the same time, that's also educating people that the better you know your rights and the and, um, more active you are in upholding them, the better it's going to be for everybody, and the more informed everybody can be, including people making the decisions, right? We don't, we're not making decisions for you, but we want to make decisions based on what is best for you and how the fuck do we know what's best for you. Unless people actually go out and ask you and 
we still cannot get those answers unless you actually answer them. So that's a huge thing, right? Is 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 actually teaching how being a responsible citizen of Canada is being at least politically motivated to the point where you, where you are informed, actually informed, not indoctrinated. Don't get pissed off or offended, but where you know what one side is saying, you know what the other side is saying, and you can actually find the facts somewhere in the middle. You can you can cite references for that. <clears throat> it seems as though it's it's way too much effort for people to do that. They they don't want to be more informed. They they don't want to seem smart. They don't even want to go out and vote. They just want to bitch and complain. Bitching and complaining is not a new fuck all. We're Canadians. We're not a fucking minority group. Get over yourselves. It's not going to work. Right? So, like, I mean, how do you expect to have a, a party led by Canadians for Canadians if Canadians do not get involved? If Canadians aren't voting, aren't, aren't giving their input, aren't actually learning and educating themselves on the subject before giving their input because i mean you guys can give all the abrasive shit that you fucking want it doesn't help you can give all the uneducated and um inexperienced opinions that you want that doesn't help either you need to be experienced you need to be able to back up your shit you need to have rationale for what you're saying how do we teach people how important it is to do that and have that? I don't fucking know. I'm drawing a huge blank on that one. <clears throat> so all current provincial matters under jurisdiction of federal government will be turned over to the province's prime minister. How do you like that wording? The province's prime minister, that's actually what a premier is, um, offices as they're able to take on the responsibilities, so not like shit absolutely everything on every province that's not ready for it. <clears throat> A nice structured plan to allow more uh, dependence, independence, wow, not dependence, <laughs> <clears throat> to allow more independence for the provinces. I think that's that's important. That's a huge point that everybody seems to be like, well, we're jaded for it. Nobody wants to listen to us. We all feel like <clears throat> we're the one province that is tossed to the wind. I mean, it doesn't fucking matter which province or territory you are. We all feel like we're being shot on. Like, that's actually the reality for all of us. So... I don't actually believe in separating. I don't think that's going to help. Density of our population really fucking sucks. Like, it's it's nothing. We can't actually sustain very much of anything if we're all individual countries instead of provinces. We have one central negotiating system in place for everybody. And and I mean, 
so some people will agree with me, other people will disagree with me, that's okay. I um governments should be run like a business. And I will explain to you why I I believe that, and I will explain to you the certain flaws that I see in that. So governments should be run like a business. Because businesses really do try to usually be very fiscally financial, right? And a business that is in the red line forever is not valuable. You cannot sell that. It's a shit investment for anybody. A, a business that's been operating very, very well, that has a great reputation, that has a solid line of clients, um they are, are going to be doing much better. They're going to be able to expand faster. They're going to be able to do way more for their employees, et cetera, et cetera. So while I know a lot of people don't agree with a government being run like a business, I mean, a business looks to be fiscally financial, responsible, wow, fiscally <laughs> financial, <laughs> Fiscally responsible. <clears throat> I don't even know why my throat is so scratchy. <sighs> Anyways. <sighs> A business will be fiscally responsible first and foremost for bunch of reasons and it's not even just for shareholders it's not even just for profits it's that man you also gotta have like savings right so how do you pay your shareholders how do you pay all of your overhead you, you you pay all your expenses and you put money in the bank if you're not being fiscally responsible well you can't so you have to be fiscally responsible now nowadays you actually cannot run a a, a socially negligent business right so you can run a country like a business and actually still be very very aware of different people's needs of of like a, a huge spectrum of of different needs for a bunch of different people and Contrary to popular disbelief, it actually doesn't come down to race or culture, what you look like. It's like, no, we're individual human beings. We all have needs. Some days we have bad days. And, and should we really actually be fired because we had that bad day? I don't think so. You can't lie to your employer. So i know it's it's a, a huge battle between one side of saying run a country like a business and the other side of saying run a country like a business so basically my view is i am conservative on the fiscal side i believe in a conservative way of managing money of doing business Canadians first. It, it's national ideology. I know. So basically, yes, 
I, I believe in capitalism. I do. In my lifetime, personally, not on a grand stage for anybody because I don't fucking care about it. Personally, I have disproven so many theories of the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a construction worker. I have uh, owned and managed my own business for six years, general contracting. I partnered eventually, like we incorporated, and, and I brought in my husband and my brother-in-law, and, and we've been huge. Not huge in Canada or in Ontario. Anyways. I mean, huge for what we ever thought we were going to do, right? So in one sense, we have to be very conservative with pricing. We have to be very conservative with what we spend. Very conservative this way, that way. On the other hand, if we treated our employees like numbers, we wouldn't have them anymore. We wouldn't be told we're the best employers they've ever had. I do actually over 100% believe in treating people with respect. Like, first and foremost, biggest thing, treating people with respect. But guess what? Respect actually does actually go both ways. And so if you want me to treat you with respect, don't lie and and cheat and steal and etc etc right so social aspect yes we should keep a lot of our social programs conservative aspect we need to revisit them and make sure that the people who actually need the most the people that they were intended for actually are taken care of first let's charge the mofos who are taking advantage of the system to the best of our abilities. Conservative side, let's make business and manufacturing and production happen again in Canada. Not so conservative side. No, actually both sides. The fuck are you going to afford to do that? You can't afford to do that. So I'm like, oh. Alright. Well, then the conservative side in me says to refer to the liberal and creative side in me and say, market that shit. We're going to fix this. We have a problem. We need to fix this. How are we going to market this? Marketing. It's not actually just selling shit to um, whatever target audience you have. There is a lot of empathy that goes into marketing. Not huge scale companies. Anyways, if I'm thinking of marketing something, I have to get into your shoes. I actually have to be very empathetic. So how am I going to be like, hmm, Canada. I love my country. I hate seeing it destroyed by any crazy winged ideology, right? 
how do we bring it back? And not even back, because I keep thinking, and I'm like, maybe there was never actually a perfect thing to bring it back to. What are we going to move forward towards to? To what will we move forwards to? Towards what? It's going to be making jobs. Yes, for Canadians. Now, I've also seen a lot of people say, oh, Canadians don't have a nationality because we're multicultural. No, we have a fucking nationality. Yeah, we actually do. It's, um, it's for English. Basically based on Christianity, much like the States, but we're for English. And based on British law. That's it. How the fuck can we have a culture? We're literally a bunch of integrated people. Maybe we we look at the United States and we're like, they have this, they have that, they have all of these amendments, and they're so patriotic, and maybe we ought to be more like them. But we're not them. We're us. We are the North. Strong and free. Free from the British Commonwealth. Free from the UN, free from tyranny. We are we are free, but but freedom actually does come with a shit ton of responsibilities. Who is actually willing to step up and, and start taking those responsibilities? I also just want to say, I would never. want to be prime minister excuse me or leader of a party I just I can't keep sitting back and watching this shit so I put together a skeleton platform over the next few days uh, we'll go over points I'm sure I'll get better at this more succinct and I won't digress so badly. Um, I do actually want to go over, yeah, the 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 points of the platform outline the, the skeleton for a platform because I really really want to reach out to Canadians. I want us all to work together to actually be able to find the people that will represent us, the people that um, we will have actually being the figureheads of the party, right? But it takes more than just a, a leader and, and members of parliament and can't, it, it takes a village to raise a child. So imagine what it takes to start a party. I, I know, and I, I mean, I hope to God, I would never be your pick for prime minister. <laughs> I mean, if I am, we have some serious freaking problems. <clears throat> but, um, maybe I could deal with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, no, 
I don't do drama. Mm -hmm. I don't do drama. No. It's just finding a bu bunch of us. It it's starting something so that the right people can actually be appointed to those positions. So, if you don't mind giving me the time of day, even if you have to, like, listen to it in, at, 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 like, chipmunk speed so that you can get through it as fast as you can, that's okay. But if you could actually just give me the time of day to listen here and there, give your opinions, that would be fabulous. All I am trying to do is is just start something that represents Canadians, for real. I'm not elitist, not globalists, not um, the, the politicians themselves and, and their pockets and their bottom lines. It has to be us, right? And I, I don't think we actually need to be a bunch of like scholars and academics and trust fund babies. That, you know what, I'm sorry if I, you know, that doesn't even go together. Just, we don't need to be a bunch of trust fund babies and born into this or married into that to run a country. No one person can ever run a country. And please, don't ever be fooled to think that one person could ever run a country. One person is a um, fabulous figurehead, usually. Somebody that can um, put together a bunch of ideas properly or present them i mean the teams these people have behind them right let's let's put our own teams together that are still in touch with reality that's what i'm saying i don't want to see any province leave i, I mean i truly honestly believe that won't benefit anybody. It won't benefit the province that tries to leave. It won't benefit Canada. Whatever that is. Down the road, it, it won't benefit anybody. So, what, what does benefit us, though, is working together. Like, actually, successfully running a pipeline throughout the country, maybe. And, and we can do that. We totally can do that. But nobody is willing to put in the fucking work. Nobody cares. Join me in caring. I, I would never, ever, ever ask for you guys to have me as your leader for a party. That's not what I'm asking. I promise. All I'm asking is let us get together, put our ideas together, and find the right people to actually run and manage the party, right? So, with that, I bet you would you. I have to pee. Um, I know. I'm human? Oh my god. Good night. And I will uh, see you over the next couple of days. And we're actually going to discuss the whole skeleton platform. Good night. Thanks for listening to Elitists Need Not Apply.